450 metres to go. Alligator Blood is the first to straighten. Clicks up and kicks away. Two and a half lengths in front of Western Empire. I'm Thunderstruck darting through over on the far side. Then came Mawunga and Cascadian down the outer. Alligator Blood, 150 metres to go. Two lengths in front. I'm Thunderstruck needing to get there. Alligator Blood tiring. I'm Thunderstruck over the top. Rumbling hard and got up. I'm thunderstruck. I reckon it's just beaten Alligator Blood in a beauty. Third in the race, Mawunga, followed by Cascadian and behind them, Nonconformist, then Western Empire, Regal Power, and She's Ideal. It's a photo finish. It was a photo finish. It went the way of I'm Thunderstruck, who drove late to beat the leader, Alligator Blood, who looked to have it won. But he probably didn't encounter the this finishing tenacity of I'm Thunderstruck. Mick Price, of course, trains in partnership with Michael Ken Jr. He's with us now. Mick, good morning. Hey, guys. How are you? Yeah, well, thanks. Just taking yourself out of the equation, I know it's a little difficult to do being the trainer of the horse, but, gee, from a, a racing point of view, from a, a spectator's point of view, these are the sort of races we want in racing. This was a thrilling, uh, not, not, not a contest as such, but it was an, an encounter with, with I'm Thunderstruck putters thinking, can he get there, can he get there, and got there right on the line. Yeah, it was a good Matt Hill call too. He, um, no, he gets the occasion, Matt. I uh, thought it was a great call. And, um, yeah, look, it was very exciting. Uh, we were very excited to win, of course. And uh, he was... You know, you've seen that horse, Alligator Blood. Um, he's won some. He's won some big races really well. You know, so he's the right horse to beat. Yeah, we were having a, a quick conversation about that last night, weren't we, Mick? You, um, you think you beat a pretty good horse yesterday? So the form from this race um, should hopefully stand up going deeper in towards the, the spring into a Cox Bay, well, perhaps. Yeah, well, where 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 we are going, I know things change a little bit. Um, I think. Uh, Mr. Brightside and Iron Thunderstruck will meet in the Underwood. Uh, I don't know what they do with Alligator Blood, which way they go there. Um, but that will be an interesting clash because, I don't know, Mr. Brightside bombed them the other day at Mooney Valley and, uh, you know, a lot of respect for that horse. I guess it's going to be which horse gets, you know, going towards the Cox Plate, which horse gets 2,000 metres better. And plus, uh, I suppose there'll be other horses appear for the Cox Plate. But anyway, that's the way we're heading. I'll put you back in the equation now. From watching it from a, a tra- trainer's point of view, it was a f- more than anxious watch of the straight. Firstly, the the traffic issues uh, coming out and going back to the inside. But then, of course, the, the second part of the, 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 the story is that last 100 metres. Did you think he'd get there? No. No, I didn't. You know, but... When the field came out from the Memsey, I saw a snap dancer there and I thought, it's Caulfield, she's big long striding there. It's the only one that's going to go and lead. And there's a million dollar races, so you're trying to win them mm. and get your horse to improve, you know, get the balance of that without having them fully screwed down. So Zara is one of those group one jockeys where you sort of got to roll with their flair a bit and roll with their creativity and... You know, I try not to interfere with those gun jockeys. And they come out in the Memsey and said, oh, you know, a bit, a bit um, uh, not wanting to give him a rub uh, in case he gets gets going on me. Uh, so I'm going to ride him a bit colder. And I thought, oh, this is not going to be good. Um, you know, we we had a different idea yesterday. We were going to make a little bit of use. But D-Lane's horse, I think Western Empire, um, 
don't know. It was on heels. It was on heels, and uh, I wasn't racing well. So Zara said I could have kicked up inside it, but um, he took the risk. He took a higher risk of coming back again in a small field where the good jockeys don't give you room. Um, you know, I, I saw what he was doing and thought, do you have to? <laughs> <laughs> mm. But but like I say, you, you, you know, we can't ride them. Um, they, they ride with flair and um, they're bold in their decisions and, you know, he took a risk and um, I just saw him swapping behind horses and I thought and 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 the, and the one horse that I thought um, would be uh, disappeared and gone especially once again I look at the fields on Wednesday I see Tommy Berry on alligator blood and I said well you know she's flown him down to Melbourne for one job and that is to go straight to the front um, which he did it was a rack and stack it disappeared on us and I thought, well, that's just a brilliant plan, brilliant ride from a brilliant horse, and we're going to run second. So for him to pick up, um, you know, alligator blood, uh, lucky it was Flemington. But uh, I thought it was a uh, pretty brave effort by Thunderstruck, and it was a great effort by alligator blood also. Your impressive young Colt McJackanoe, um, does is he a chance of going to Sydney for the Golden Rose, or, uh, you know, and then the Caulfield Guineas, or where, where are we sort of, what are you sort of thinking with him? He's there. Yep. Um, he ran five evens on Saturday morning at Rose Hill. He's trialling on Tuesday, a uh, thousand metres, thousand fifty or something at Randwick. Uh, Huey Bowman's doing me a favour and taking a seat on him there. And I think Huey's, Huey's riding Golden's horse in the Golden Rose that ran third yesterday, third or fourth. No, no Turner. Uh, no Turner. Yeah, yep, yep, yep. So he's riding that, and uh, Damien Lane for his grand final grand final day here, where um, hopefully Colin would win. And <laughs> D Lane said, "Well, there's only a Mornington meeting, so we'll go and ride him, we'll try and get some rides up there." So D Lane's going to go and ride him there, and the horse will be four weeks between runs, fresh off a trial, which is the way to have him and um, see if he's good enough. The only thing about that is uh, it's not that effective on as the ground gets worse, he probably gets worse, you know. So I don't know. What can you do? Just got to cross fingers. Exactly. Just one more question about I'm thunderstruck. Uh, from a devil's advocate point of view, I'd say he's had one run at 2,000 metres, the Cox Plate distance in the Queen Elizabeth. He was beaten a long way, and I understand it was a, a very heavy track. What do you put that performance down to that day? No good in the heavy. Hugh Bowman got beat on him in the Doncast. They rode him super, presented him at the right time, and I think we give we give a, a good horse, like uh, Mr. Brightside, five kilos. Mm. Come back, he said, look, I've ridden this horse on top of the ground, I've ridden him on bad ground, and he said he definitely is a top-of-the-ground horse. So, uh, you know, well, I should have just um, not gone to the Queen Elizabeth, but the horse has um, a great constitution, and the Sunday morning... After Doncaster, he looked fantastic. Uh, I definitely made the wrong call by running him. Um, maybe not on top of the ground, but it was a bog hole. It was worse than a 10. So I'm putting a line through that run. Horse has great stamina and capacity, and um, I don't know. We'll find out. Or you'll get a guide in the Might and Power two weeks before because he goes Underwood, two weeks Might and Power, which is the old Caulfield Stakes, into the Cox Plain. Good on you, mate. Appreciate your time this morning. No worries. Thank you.